do it for the love. I do it for the I don't do it for the money. I do it for hip hop. I don't do it for the money. I do it for hip hop. I don't do it for the money. I do it for hip hop. I do it for me. I do it for hip hop. I do it for the love. I do it for hip hop. I do it for the love. I do it for hip hop. I do it for the love. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop. Say hip hop. Hip hop. Say hip hop. Hip hop. Say hip hop. Hip hop. Say hip in the days when I was younger, I used to wonder what the future would be like, and that's what sparked the hunger. It was around seventh grade that I discovered the art of rhyming. My music teacher hit me the real music to keep my imagination climbing. Open my mind to the music that sparked the revolution. Poets and musicians working together to move the people through it. And several life to the score, and they marched to the beat, all creating life. Thus we had unity now. Fast forward to the present time, state of mind, individualism, swag over potent rhymes, creating hard times with each and every rhyme. Millionaires painting pictures that to destroy your young minds hip-hop's on life support and who'd have ever thought that the movement for the people would one day itself but I like 80 degrees probably was 80 degrees what's up Kelly I see you on there how you doing over that platinum and gold I just stayed 12 years old with only one goal and that's making good music y'all I do it for hip-hop I don't do it for the fame Alright, so you can um, you can reply on Facebook and we'll get you if you have some questions or something or if you have an announcement I can just uh, read it right over there. Black Talk Sacramento in real time. Yes, in real time this time. <laughs> <laughs> So enjoy some Paul Willis. You can go online and um, buy that album called Coast to Coast. Also, he has some couple of new projects that came out, so you can check that out. Um, and hopefully, we'll be joined by Marichelle and hopefully Goss in a little bit. But before then, me and Tony are going to hold it down for you guys and talk about some local stuff, um, some Observer news, and some things that's going down here at Underground Books. Sit back, relax, I kick my feet up. You look like a cheaper with your hair up in your sneakers. Curled up, I push all the right buttons to awaken to the world as a girl that's ripe for the chasing. But excuse my personification, it's misogynistic. I just like to think of apples when I see your lipstick. How you like that? Let's get into it. All right, welcome to Black Talk Sacramento, number 29. And um, we are right here at Underground Books, located at, um, I have an address here somewhere. Well, we can say the corner of 35th, oh, and, Bro- uh, 35th yeah. and Broadway. 35th and Broadway, here it is, uh, 2814 35th Street. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call her under, at Underground Books, Mother Rose, at 916-737-3333 and another three. And um, we are right here, and we are live Facebooking and um, for you guys. And hopefully you guys will come here and buy a book. We have plenty of books. And I saw her. She has some new, um, some new uh, graphic novels. I love graphic novels. And um, seen a lot of new stuff in here inside. Yeah, I know. We have some wonderful artwork on the wall. Yes. Shona and and Marshall, um, his assemblage art. And then we have uh, Shona. She she is from Shona Sojourner McDaniel. Truth. Yeah. 
Shona and, McDaniel, uh, that is. Yes, Shona, Shona, is it McDaniels? McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has some beautiful artwork in here. All of it's for sale. Um, please support local artists and your local bookstore. And she has some really wonderful pieces in here. Um, especially, I like that one right there. Look like two church ladies just hanging out. Yeah, look at the <laughs> colors on it. Uh, she's showing a little shoulder. That's one thing so. about Shona. Uh, her skills that she used with colors, her creativity is, you know, is it's amazing. It's amazing. So if you ever get a chance to check out her work, you know, you can start here at the bookstore. Just come on down and. Is it a play? All right. You want to talk about your play? You want to come here and talk about your play? Oh. <laughs> you just want to be the silent, the silent, the silent type. Okay. She the manager of the Oh, uh, okay. We got some thespian information yes, coming up yes. here. So she's a she's a um she's a bowler. Um put your hand uh we are it's called Trigger. I don't know what it's about, but uh looks interesting. And it's right here at the Guild Theater, March 24th to 25th. Um, and if you don't know what a Guild Theater is, it's right next to Underground Books and on 2828 35th Street, Sacramento, California. Tickets are for us. Tickets are available. Um, I guess they can go to, can they go to the website? The Guild Theater website and see the, no. <laughs> and see the tickets, no. Uh, but if you, if you Google Trigger, Trigger, triggerstageplay.eventbrite.com if you do that then you will see the tickets and i don't know how much the tickets are you know how much they are <laughs> just a wealth a wealth of information girl <laughs> just a wealth. um trigger so um yes so go online to trigger it's all caps trigger triggerstageplay.eventbrite.com and check that out Buy a ticket for Triggers, a play right here at Guild Theater if you want to see a play. Um, and uh, it's called Pain, Promise, something. Prevail. Pain, Promise, Prevail. Of all P's. It's about praise, promise. So I guess it's a, it's a Christian play then. Okay, so they're going to be singing Hosannas. All right. So <laughs> like, Maybe. hallelujah. Oh, okay, no. so yes, it's going to be. I hope it's so. I think it might be a musical. Oh no, it's pain promise. I'm sorry, pain promise. It's not praise. <laughs> I put praise in there already. Mm. Pain promise prevail. So I don't know. Okay, so but it's a very it's a very attractive flyer. All right, and and we also have some events going down here at Underground Books. We have um, discussion and book signing right here at Underground Books. It's going to happen on March 18th. And uh, Christopher K. Slanton, E.D.D. Is that E? Would be Dr. Christopher K. Oh, it's a doctor in education, right? Mm -hmm. Doctor in education. That's the E, small d, big D. (laughs) Um, And um, a doctorate in education. Very cool. And um, it's going to be March 18th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Education and science, I'm going to read you the synopsis of this. Education and science in the best interest of the child. A human system research investigation for addressing children who come from a family suffering from substance abuse. Hmm. Human system research and education project in the child's best interest, evaluating the individualized education program process, help to improve America's school, Christopher K. Slanton, EDD, 
is the executive director of Save Our Youth, the Next Generation in Rancho Cordova, California. Please plan to attend this educational event. So human, a human system. So it's going to be children in the child's best interest. I guess it's going to be a book about, um, so this is, this is more of an informational book, I, I figure. Yeah, obviously look like one of those. Like, uh, uh, like just informational. Informational, definitely. Informational. Yeah, yeah, definitely talking about this, this the, um, about education and science mm-hmm. and children. All right, and then also too, I don't want to leave out that we have um, we have here the children's story time that's happening here on um, March twenty fifth. So come here at twelve noon on Saturday. And um, it's children's time. Bring your little chitlins, and mm-hmm. they will they will enjoy themselves here with a story time reading of uh, this book here. I I ain't gonna paint no more. <laughs> I ain't gonna paint no more. I ain't gonna paint no more. Oh, oh, oh. that's kind of sad. For it a child is. To, I guess it's it's a no it's a good more. book though. So come out of high with your children. Get them out. Get them out from in front of the TV and out in front of the iPad and the um, the computer and have them come here and sit here with other children and build those social skills, right? This, right. Is, this is the place to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right here at Underground Books. And then also, too, I want to bring up the Sacramento Book, back Black Book Fair that's going on here June, June the 2nd to the 3rd right here in Oak Park. So it's going to take over Oak Park uh, with a whole bunch of books and stuff and people going to be reading and um, talking about their books and talking about what it is to be an author. Um, so if you are an author, just um, go to sacramentoblackbookfair.com and fill out that form so that you can get a booth at the Sacramento Black Book Fair and um, enjoy yourself hey. and, and plan to be here and sell your book or just talk about your book and um, get your pitch right. So it would be a perfect place to actually talk to people to get your pitch right so that you can go and get those big book deals or um, go to a larger uh, venue. Um, big yes. publishing house. Yeah, yeah, big publishing house. And this is what, the fourth annual Black yeah. Sacramento I think it's the Book Fair? It says here's the fourth annual. So it's the fourth one. Time so it's been has going on. Yeah, on, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So it's been going on for four years, mm-hmm. and it's an annual event. And um, it's for is build literacy. And before the and they go all over town reading books to children. Um, that's what they're doing right now. And I'm pretty sure that you can go online and um, or go to if you know who Faye Kennedy is, um, Facebook Faye Kennedy. Yes. And you can actually um, get on the the thing to actually go and read to children. Yes. Um, or I think it's uh, Sacramento Black Book Fair. You go in there and you can get all the information to get her information so that you can do that in the meantime before the Black Book Fair. They go all around Sacramento spreading the love of literacy here in Sacramento. So that's a very cool thing. Yeah, please do. And this is in collaboration with On the Wings of Words and Blue Nile Press, which is published by uh, yeah, our Dr. own Coven. Dr. David Coven. Yeah, yeah okay. Dr. Coven. Yeah, Dr. Coven. Who is really big puts, on books. Puts this event on. Um, so it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing. So um, yes, yes, yes. So um, we are going to talk about some things here. And so what you been up to, Tony? Oh well, you know I haven't been here in the last couple of months. 
not by choice, just had some other things to uh, get involved with. And I told you I went, took a little three, three and a half day vacation, if you want to call that, to Los Angeles just to get on the road, you know, clear the mind out, mm. you know, and uh, think about the goals ahead. And, you know, of course, I'm still writing on a second book. That's basically it. Okay. And also, you know, I'll kind of expanded it to, you know, I'll cover the Kings here. So the Kings played in L.A. And this was February 14th, which was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Then I had to drive up to Oakland to catch the Kings play the Golden State Warriors. I heard, I heard a lot of drama online about um, people talking about uh, <laughs> talking about that the, that they traded some of their best players. Well, yeah. Because I'm not if, really a basketball fan, but. And, and since we're on, you know, we're, we're live, yeah. which is good. We, we got an audience for that. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousins was traded. To the New Orleans Pelicans, uh-huh. uh, February twentieth. But actually, he didn't get the news and while he was playing in the All Star game in New Orleans. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was a lot of things surrounding that. You know, uh, Demarcus wasn't expected to be traded. Oh, really? No one really expected Demarcus to be traded, and all of a sudden, boom, he was traded. Uh. Yeah, he was about to sign a big contract this summer, in the tune of. Two hundred million dollars. Oh wow! Which uh, in five years, so that's the that would have been the max deal. Oh my god! But with him being traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, he lost thirty million dollars in that if he chooses to sign with them after next season. So he still has one more year on his current deal because he signed a uh, deal with the Kings for four years for sixty million dollars. That expires at the end of the 2017-2018 season. Then he will be eligible to uh, receive a bigger, a larger contract. What was going to happen if he had signed this summer? It would have been like um, an extension. Mm. You can you can sign an extension one year out before your current deal expire. Mm. And the Kings were about to do that. Now looking at it, I don't even think the word should even got out about that contract mm. and him signing that. You know potential contract this summer. But, you know, whatever happens, happens. So they traded DeMarcus Cousin and Omri Caspi to the New Orleans Pelicans for three players. One of them was Buddy Hill, which was a top draft choice uh, last summer. Right. And um, he's only a rookie. So it looked on the face of the deal, you would think that the Kings didn't get anything. And it, it still looks that way. But they do have two draft picks for this upcoming draft and you know for whatever for what I know and what all the experts know this is going to be a deep NBA draft this summer so hopefully the Kings will be able to to get a couple of those players from the college ranks or overseas or whatever they might do mm-hmm. but we're hearing some pretty good things about that so hopefully that'll happen but yeah I mean the Kings was only like one and a half games out of eighth place which would have put them in the playoff race mm-hmm. so <laughs> once you traded the best big man in the league and you get nothing for him, you have nothing but a bunch of King players. Now, don't get me wrong from what I've been seeing in these last 10 games. These younger players that the Kings have, such as Willie Colley-Stein, Buddy Hill, which they got in the trade, mm-hmm. and uh, Scala Labissiere, mm-hmm. who they got in the draft last summer. These guys look really, really good. Mm-hmm. They're just young. Right. So there's going to be some growing pains. Uh, the Kings went on an eight-game eight losing streak. They won their first game after they traded DeMarcus. Then they went on a um, 
losing streak, eight game losing streak, mm-hmm. which they snapped last night. They beat they beat the Orlando Magic last night. Okay, to stop that streak. So they only won like two games out of ten so far since oh, wow. this trade. Is yeah. that good or bad? Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know anything about basketball. <laughs> well, no, 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 man, that was an excellent question. Uh, it's good and bad. Yeah, okay. it's good. Good, I would say, as far as letting the uh, players, the younger players, get a shot and get an opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. Bad, and as to me, and that's just my opinion, you still didn't get a, a lot of value out of that. DeMarcus Cousin was a big piece of this community. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the bigger celebrities from that Kings team in years, if there ever had been one. And he was connected here. He wanted to stay here. He loved Sacramento. He thought he would, you know, play most of his career here. So, to me, bad in that sense. Not, you know, for those. So, so how, how okay, I'm going to ask some, um, I guess, fundamental questions. Yes. When someone's traded, whose choice is that? That is the GM and the owner. The GM uh, for the Sacramento Kings is Vladi Divac, who okay. used to play here years ago, you know, during the heydays of the King. You know, right. when they were going to the playoff every year and they were doing really well and it was a household name uh, in the league for winning a lot of ball games. Right. Now we're the Kings ain't not doing anything but losing and haven't made the playoffs in 11 years. So the the decision came from Vladi Divac. He's who, taken sole responsibility of it. And oh, he's the owners of the Kings. He's the GM, the general manager. He okay. managed he's the G he's the vice president of basketball operations slash general manager. So he makes those type of decisions. So when a player when a player uh signs a contract, they sign a contract with that they can do that to them. So when a basketball well, player signs some a, players in their contract say like Carmelo Anthony for New York, he has a no trade clause. So the only way the New York Knicks can trade him is upon his approval, mm-hmm. okay? But he doesn't want to do it. So And plus, they haven't really found any, found any partners as far as trading. The trading deadline has passed anyway, so we won't hear any more about that. So it's not unusual that some of these players have contracts with no trade clause. Uh, DeMarcus didn't have that, mm. okay? He, this, that, was, that was the first deal out of his rookie – that was the Second contract, uh, yeah, that was his second contract. He was just coming off a rookie contract when he signed his four-year, $60 million deal. And I don't believe that was part of, you know, negotiation that, oh, you can't trade him without DeMarcus. Because he almost got traded a couple of years ago to the Lakers. And from my understanding, you know, manager was like, do you want to do it? And he said no. So they went to him out of respect. Oh, okay. This time he had no idea that he was going to really. Be so he found it out on the on the road when he was he was in New Orleans. He was, okay, yeah, it was during the All Star game or right before the All Star. No, it was during the okay. It, it was official. The, the trade was official the following day, February twenty. But he was basically traded during the All Star game. During the All-Star now, game. the Marks didn't play that many minutes. In the All-Star game. I was hearing different reports that, oh, he was banged up. No, 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 no. His name was being tossed around in uh, trade talks. And he only played like 10 or 11 minutes, 10, 11, 12 minutes in that All-Star game. So I'm sure he was sitting there. He knew something was going on. He just didn't know what was going on. Right. So, but, hey, it's a done deal. (laughs) Um, 
That's messed like I said, up. Vladdy Divac, he made the decision. Right. They have moved on. But that's messed up, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm gonna let you say that. <laughs> it is. It's messed up. It's like how you gonna. It's like it's like finding out that you're dumped. You know, when you when you went to the bathroom, when you come back, we're like, oh, um, you dumped. All your stuff is out on the street. Because yeah. so he, he touched. The, he touched. But he, he, still, he still had to come back. He still has a house here. Yes. He's still, is yeah. he still playing for the Kings now? No, the, no, no, he's done here. Done. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's in New Orleans. He's been yeah. playing there. They um. That's that's over with. He's yeah, it's over with. He he's a, you know, and he's not that far from where he grew up, yeah. Mobile, Alabama, which is on the uh, Gulf of Mexico. It's probably you know a few, probably not even two or three hours from New Orleans. So he's right there. I'm, to me, I don't think New Orleans is much of a basketball city, anyways. But it is what it is. That's the business of it. And what somebody told me a long time ago, hey, don't let. The entertainment, get in, don't don't mix the entertainment with the business. With the there's business, business yeah. and there's right. entertainment. Right. So and he mixed too much. He mixed too much. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I wouldn't say he mixed too. That's I'm just talking about the nature of uh, professional of sports. Of, of, of mm. Sports, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's kind of like that across the board. Also, wouldn't you mm-hmm. say you, you know baseball, basketball, soccer? It's the same. All thing. football. Players mm-hmm. get booed, traded, traded signed, yeah. Free agents. It happens. You know, it's a natural thing. Uh, this particular thing came out of nowhere, but hey, <laughs> there's always been talks surrounding DeMarcus about trading him. So, right. personally, hey, I love the guy. I, I like what he was, you know, was doing uh, here, at least on the court. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. He said that he loved Sacramento. He, yes, That's kind of jacked up. But he, he loved this, Sacramento. And, and he said he was a good player. Great player. He was great, yeah. You know, he's the best center in the league. In the league, Now, yeah. he told uh, ESPN uninterrupted, yeah. I think it's uninterrupted. And Mark Spears is a writer for uh, mm-hmm. Uninterrupted. That Vladi Divac and the owner, Vivek Ranadive, mm-hmm. came to his house like a couple weeks before that, sat down with his then agent and asking him what type of player did he want the Kings to go get to play with him. Mm-hmm. That's what DeMarcus said. Mm-hmm. So then two weeks later, I'm traded. Mm. So, like you guys said, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you said. So, um, you being a journalist, you can't really go out on the limb and say it's messed up. You just have to. I'm be trying honest. to be objective as much right, as possible. Right. Res- can. Respect the game. You yeah, know? you know, I, you know, when it was going down, I was pretty shocked. You know, I was. Yeah, that's big news right there. You know. be like, uh, it'd be good to get an interview with him to see how yeah. he felt about that. I mean, it was just in the midst. It was like I was looking for a day off after the, uh, after. Uh, Y'all star game because mm-hmm. I had been working like two weeks straight every day, even on Sunday, and I, you know I have came from L.A. via Oakland, and boom they trading. So the next day they hold a the Sacramento Kings hold a press conference, so I have to be there. Like oh man, I thought I was gonna be off this Monday. It was uh, <laughs> President's Day and stuff, so I had to work no right luck, through that. No good, no luck. Huh? That's the nature of the business, yes, too. Yes, <laughs> yes. I signed on. For okay, it. yes. You don't want to be traded. So, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that's, that's basically what it I don't is. I don't know if I can live do that. I guess you have to be a free agent. So you, do you you have to have like you have to be really good to be a free agent then? Yes, if anybody wants to sign you. I mean, everybody become a free agent at some point, at in, some their, point. In, in their yeah. careers. So if you sign, say, a three year deal, and then after the three years is up, if you don't sign to continue the contract, right. you, you can leave. Free, you can become free a free agent. agent and sign with any team that any you team want. Team that you want. 
but they might want to be able to trade you in that signing. That's if you like, say, if you like the first or second year, you trade uh, uh, your contract, and that team, no matter if it's Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, that team decided, you know what, we want to start over or go another direction. They'll trade you. Right. Okay. You won't like. Marshall side, you won't become a free agent until that contract is up. Right. Okay, some of them are restricted. If they're restricted, that means the team that has the rights to you, they have first uh, shot at resigning you. Resigning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it's unrestricted. That means at the end, of, you know, when your contract is up, you know, you fulfilled your obligations. It's possible that you can sign with any other team or the team that you know didn't sign you earlier or mention anything about any contracts. It works out that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, um, wow. I, you know, I, I don't, that, that's kind of, that's, <laughs> <laughs> you that's like, you, like you're a horse or something. So, um, well, I mean, they do it in jobs too, you know. Yeah, if you have, yeah, yeah it's, you know. it's a, but I don't know if they can trade you. Like, you know, well, they, well, like, you know they, what? No, they John, can't trade you they, in jobs. They can't but, trade right, you. Like, you know but you're always in negotiation in with negotiating contracts. Negotiating contracts with other Like radio yeah. and, and television. Yeah. Uh, right. Those, uh, you know, if you're a news anchor or you just report out in the field, they're always in negotiation with their contracts. Right. You might sign a three or four year contract, and then they decide if they want to keep you after that. You know, so they don't tie themselves to you for a long period, period of time. Time. Yeah. Okay. These days, you don't see. So you back really, in the day when we were always, growing up, you always working to to sign a better contract then. Yeah. 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 And you and, see a and, lot of these guys so be moving that, around in this business. Right, yeah. That's but that why. Would limit, but that would limit you, let's say you in a journalism or you in the media or you're an anchor. So you won't do you won't do anything edgy out of out of fear that you're gonna get, you know, Oh, we should never do that. Then. Well, that's yeah, but that would be with any Ain't job, any type of job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what you want to do is you want to do the best get that salary, you can. So right. Yeah. So right. You want to get tenure. So you want to get tenure. You want to. You want to put. Or it out some there. guys. You. I mean, even some women, men and women. It, it, it's not even that. They. Some of these places are used as a stepping stone to right. get to the bigger markets. Right. Okay. So they'll do that three or four years, but somewhere down the line, they may be flying across the country. Interviewing for another job, job, you know, and then you know. like so, journalism, you you you're dealing with markets, the same kind of like sports, yeah. So you know, Sacramento is the twentieth market in the country, in the country, the largest twentieth market, yeah. Uh, so the twentieth yeah. largest media market, yeah. right? Really, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, like place like uh, New York, Chicago, New York, uh, L.A., LA. So those are the bigger markets. Those, so yeah. who's nineteen? If we twentieth, uh, that's a good question. I had not <laughs> last I had, last I checked. Sacramento with the twentieth. Okay. Know? Because you well, which we isn't have, bad. It's not right. bad. Yeah. I mean, you got I close mean, to three million people living around this yeah. area. Yeah, you're talking about and the with the influx area. of the yeah. Bay Area, so it's going. And to then be you bigger. have that too, right? So, yeah, yeah. and it, that's it's a different up market though. Yeah. Awesome. Now, then, yeah. then, see, that's a look. Yeah. They're up there too. They got yeah. the Bay Area. That's way too much. Somewhere in the top. That's way too much to consider. That's just way too much to consider. Be like, oh, I'm gonna, because I, you know, can you imagine? You'd be like, okay, I gotta sit down. I gotta figure out, you know. Oh my God, that'd be just. Oh. All well, right. they got me a podcast. When you, know, when, you go, when you go to school, you, you know you you hip to these games. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah, educated yeah. To it, so yeah. They, oh. they know what they're getting into. But you got like you got for it. me, you know, in this business, it's a passion. You have something for us, Mother Rose? Oh, for Mister Antonio. Mr. Oh, oh. Antonio. Oh. Oh, somebody. Oh, somebody bought your book. All oh, right, oh. all right. Yeah. 
Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> oh, man. That's what I'm Somebody talking about. Somebody just bought the homicidal handyman of Oak Park. Yes. Uh, Miss Jackie, and I love you for that. Yes, yes. Awesome song. This is great. Yeah. Live on podcast. I know, right? on this Facebook is, Live, I mean, this is per- we have just sold this is perfect. Uh, Handyman. Kind of getting sweaty. What's it called? Handyman the Killer Man? Break, no, no. The no, homicidal handyman of Oak <laughs> Park. <laughs> Morris <laughs> Solomon Jr. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was uh, published four and a half now, years you, ago. You say you're getting that turned into a... Um, oh, well, we, I wrote, no, a, we, I wrote we, a script for it. I'm trying to turn it into a movie. Have you guys talked about this yet because Talk I heard that way. you were on um, some TV. Oh yeah, yeah, recently. that was yeah. Go ahead and sign. Go yeah, ahead yeah, and yeah, sign. Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Look at my man. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> live, live on Facebook. Signing up. Oh, oh. That, that, that's a good idea. Hey, Uh-oh. yeah. Make the play. The mm-hmm. play. So you mm-hmm. can have some live blood or something happening. <laughs> <on stage>. <laughs> <laughs> some animatronics of you know. Since Get Out. Did you see Get Out? Ooh, oh, I'm going to see yeah. that next. I saw Kong Skull Island yesterday, but I, that's the next thing I'm going okay, to. Okay, okay. Have you seen it? No, no, no. I no. have. I'm I, not really oh, a big horror. I'm not a big horror person. No, but it's it's the underlining. It's like a Hitchcock thing? No, man. This is It's deep. It's, so it's symbolic. It's symbolic. It's symbolic. It's, oh, okay. it's very deep. Uh, you know, have anyone, any of you seen it? Oh, it's great. You I, like I don't want to give like it away. It? Uh, I don't want to give it away. So it's not really like a horror story, but it is a horror story. It's a thriller, okay. yes. So um, it's kind of like a suspenseful thing. Yeah, okay. but it has an underlying so it's it's like a message. It's very good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. All I, right. I so is, ha, so how many how many stars you give it? I, I give it five. Five stars. Five yeah, stars. I give it five too. Wow, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And I know I'm going to see it now. Yeah. <laughs> five and, stars. And it but has I've been hearing so much good and everything. Oh, about but, it. I know but, it's you a know, psychological I feel, I feel out of the loop because I see all these memes talk about sunken place. And I was like, oh, see, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, you, Mother Rose. I feel out of the loop. I don't, don't want to give it away. I, you, I just say go okay. see it. Yeah, don't. And then you'll well, get when the it message. Comes, when it comes on Netflix, that's when I see it. Oh. We're going to raise some funds to send you to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, right. I, I, you know, and, I, you know, I, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, he needs to show me some love because I need some. I need ten dollars is just way too much. For well, we, we will so do. That's we'll I, do Tuesdays I got, where it's I got six Netflix. dollars. I got Netflix. Huh? Listen, they got Tuesday, six dollar deals. Six dollar deals. Yes. Oh, they got yeah. early, and, and, and they we're, we're going to do a fundraiser, <laughs> and we're going to send you to the movie. So you go, next, go, so, next go fund, go fund me. Yeah, go fund Lawrence. Okay, Dick and Junior. We just need you to send in like ten to. Fifty cents, and we're gonna send Lawrence to the movies. He's gonna go see his movie, <laughs> and, and, and uh, I'll put up the first dollar. Oh, no, oh, 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 no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're raising the funds. Y'all straight clowning me today. No, no. <laughs> Wait, here we go. Here we go. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, look. They go to six. They go to six dollars. You know, we got you. Oh, right. you know, you know all right. You have about seven dollars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, we go see this wait full minute, movie. Wait a minute. I need, to, I need to have a date, though, y'all know. <laughs> no, no, well, we wait. No, we ain't financing no dates. Right, you hey, said hey, you. Hey, yeah. I, need to, I need a date. Don't try you to better find somebody that's already at the Talking movie. about negotiation. <laughs> 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 Even Mother Rose <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so next time we do the podcast, you'll be telling us about the movie. Yeah, you know, the I'm, going, you know I'm going to get some. By that time, I should. <laughs> no, man, 
that, that's that's movie. That's movie, movie money. That's movie money. <laughs> By that time, I should have seen it then. Let's talk about let's talk about the, the special that was. Oh um, yeah, yeah, that was uh what uh crime stories uh <laughs> which they they called it the Sacramento Slayer, but of course it's the homicidal handyman. We shot it here in uh Sacramento. A group came down from Canada, uh, Saskatchewan. Uh, they were here about a week. They interviewed me three and a half hours over here at uh, McGeorge uh, School of Law. They interviewed uh, John Cabrera, who I also worked with on, on my book. They interviewed uh, a couple coroners, uh, a photographer from the B, who uh, covered the case at that time, and they came out to a 60-minute um, true crime documentary, which still airs, I want to see on ID now. I'm, I'm not for at sure. First, but, at but first, it was airing on the Discovery Channel, but I think it done changed over. You know, because now, now they should be able if they have on demand, they can. You can get it on demand. Yeah. On demand, and they'll be able. It's Sacramento now, this, Slayer. Or what, what, what I'll give you to? a. I'll give you um. Something, I mean, you know how YouTube is, right? You can go on YouTube and get it right okay. now. Okay, okay. Uh, one of the, one of the videos. Had climbed up to like two hundred seventy-five thousand views. Whoa! But then I see other videos that got twelve thousand views, twenty-five thousand views. So it is a pretty popular, if I say so myself, because the uh, producers, uh, Partners in Motion, who who was produced it based it, on your book, or it was based entirely on my book. Everything, awesome. everything that at the time the book wasn't even out. The book wasn't published till August of twenty twelve. So. Everything that I had, you know, from court records, interviews, because you know I interviewed Moore Solomon on Death Row at San Quentin, I submitted to them, and they used everything. Wow. I mean, you could even hear it in a narration during the production, you know, when they're doing it. Uh, of course, you know, lines. they have a Canadian who's doing the narration, so, you know, those words kind of get... Twisted and so, stuff. So it was it was shot in Canada or? Uh, it was produced in Canada, Canada. but it was shot, shot here, here in Sacramento. Okay. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. So how what was that like? You know, going through the whole well. I, w I thought I was just submitting the material, and then they wanted to talk to me because I thought they just wanted to focus on John Cabrera. Because John Cabrera, who worked on the case, he's a retired police officer from the Sacramento Police Department. He had already did the uh, Dorothy Puente. I'm not probably not. Pronouncing her Dorothy Puente. Okay, yeah. and remember she was the uh, one they found uh, seven bodies at Fourteenth and L. Yeah, yeah, in downtown Sacramento. So uh, I thought they were just going to interview him and Laura Seinhurst, who was the coroner, because she had to identify all these bodies after uh, Morris killed them. I thought they were going to do them, but so I end up at uh, McGeorge for three and a half hours. And then when the production came, I'm probably on like 30 minutes of the production, <laughs> which is really cool. Mm -hmm. They did a great job with that. So how was it? It was a great experience. I want to do it again, at least for my other book. I would like to do it again for the homicidal handyman. You always see those right. nuances like, oh, I could say that better. I could do that better. Right. So I would like to do another one for another uh, one of those true crime stories. It, it was a great experience. They they did a thorough job of reenacting that whole thing. Now, was that your first time doing anything like that? Uh, yes. I, well, locally, I, about 20 years ago, uh, me and this one guy, he had a variety show that he did like once every three months through um, 
Sacramento Access. Uh, he was still a student at uh, Kasumba College, but that was just variety thing. We were going. I was writing the script, interview scripts, and he would go around and interview these people around town. But that's the. That was the first time I ever did anything like that. Right. So, so it was a full production. It was a full production. Wow. Yes, yes, wow. yes, yes. So they, they and they never stopped. I mean, even when they went to. Uh, went back to Canada. They kept calling me back and asking me questions on top of questions. Do we have this right? Uh, can we use this picture? Uh, do you know anyone else we can talk to? Blah, blah, blah. You know, they just were so thorough in making that whole thing come together, come together. which they did. Now, remember this is Canada. <laughs> so, when, you know, when it came down to the acting part, because all of this is reenactment, you know, they had to use different people that, didn't necessarily look like the people from Oak Park. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I know they was working with a skeleton sh crew. But regardless, they did a great job with that. Yeah. I mean, some of the houses that they used look like, well, they used pictures of the houses. Right. But the houses that they used, because they shot some of the stuff in uh, Saskatchewan, uh, looked just like the houses around here. Oh, so wow. they found something with the same floor plan. And then yeah, they, they actually did. Yeah, Basements okay. and stuff. I'm like, man, you know, but... I could see that because I saw the one that the, uh, the one that John Cabrera appeared in, uh -huh. and <laughs> the person who played John Cabrera, the detective, looked at just like John Cabrera. Oh, are you serious? Okay, so <laughs> they had a sense of what Sacramento looked like right. and felt like right. to you know give it that flavor. So that was a uh, crime stories, yeah, produced by Partners in Motion. Oh, very cool. Yeah, okay. yeah I would love to do So it's on like YouTube right now. It got about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find it under uh, The Homicidal Handyman of Oak Park, Morris Solomon Jr., or The Sacramental Slayer. Okay, Sacramental Slayer. Uh, so it has one million views. I would say it would total with all the videos two out there. It's probably, uh, it's probably more than that. Two million, I'm serious. Two million views. Three million. Three million. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it's. it's, it's uh, it had a high viewership, so that cool. right there, I appreciate that. And that and, and, and actually, it sold pick, a lot of books. And that's what I was gonna say. So people would be able to pick up the book here at, at Underground. Underground yes, books. we do sell it right here at Underground yeah. Books. As, as you we, know, Miss Jackie Walker as, just, as you just went bought it while yeah. I'm sitting here on this podcast, and that's yeah, that's a beautiful yeah, thing. yeah. So you glad you I, came in today? Wow. <laughs> yes, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have my copy, and uh, you know, just uh, right, you do. But my thing is, the good thing about you know Miss Walker. I want to sign every one of those books. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even, you know, when yeah. Mother Rose tell me, oh, I sold a book. I said, well, had that person come back or find me or come down to the Observer uh, yeah. and I sign it for him, you know. So so um, with the success of Get Out, um, that genre, I hope, uh, yeah. that genre I, of black. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, like, I, I do have a script based on that. the homicide of Handyman. It's mm -hmm. not. You know, it's inspired I, I, by. It's inspired by. Yeah, I twisted some things around. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm looking at that. Um, so I've been talking to a few people about that. It's it's gonna happen. I don't know when. I can't tell you that. But once that happens, you know, I'm coming on this radio yeah, show, yeah, on this podcast, absolutely. and explain all the details. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you can have some local actors in it, and yeah, yeah and that'd then, be, I'm just that'd see, be very cool. You're, you're smart, Mister. <laughs> Inside, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm a C student. Yeah. Cause, you know, I, well, you know, I'm big in the um, film anyway. It's basically my background. Y'all know I'm from the uh, Midwest. I know you're from Detroit. Mm -hmm. You're from Oakland. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's get that straight. Cross the bridge. Maybe I should just but, say but Bay, Bay Area. Bay Area. Bay Area. Yeah. Okay. San Francisco, Bay Area. But uh, around here, there's so much talent here. Because, yes. you know, I go to these 
these plays, yeah. especially over there, uh, uh, Mr. Wheatley's uh, play, uh, Celebration Arts. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm basically they scout. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. And I've seen a lot of people yeah. there that I'm hoping that I can work with in the future should I get this project off the ground. Absolutely. Because, yes, we do need to show people here. I'm pretty yeah. There's so a couple big-name so stars. So what do you think about the Samuel L. Jackson comment when he was talking about um, British actors and, and black? You, you, did you guys hear about that comment? I did, and uh, my feeling, I, I think people took it the wrong way. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that race, he, no, it, he no, wasn't no, trying no, no. to pit Ameri uh, black American actors right. against uh, black British actors. I think he was just making a comment on... Yeah, if you're making a movie in Africa... You shouldn't have to go out and get a black, like what they did with, um, um, what's the guy with the lazy eye? What's his name? Uh, oh, that's my uh, cousin. Forrest Whitaker. That's yeah. my cousin. Forrest Whitaker. What? With he the got lazy, lazy eye? Yeah, he does got a lazy <laughs> so eye. So don't be on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you hadn't said that, that, I wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> if, you had, if you hadn't said that, Lawrence, I wouldn't have been able to say, hey, Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> He like, he like, the lazy eye force Whitaker. That is my cousin, though. You know, I'm just no, watch yourself. No, no, yeah, lazy yeah. eye force Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. Marichelle's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I'm saying is that if you have if you have a, if you're making an African movie, you should you should have an African playing those playing those parts. But you, you just, but you gotta understand the name sales. Yeah. They market I, it. I understand okay. that. All right, I understand that. But what I'm saying is that it's just like with the art, right? It, right, you know, it's like it's like. To me, it's like if you have, and I understand. I, I understand I what you're saying. I don't know. Uh, only reason I'm gonna say this, okay? Let me, I, I'm just I'm from a, a business point of view. I understand what no, you're saying. No, not even business. I'm okay. just talking about from an actor's point of view because I seen Denzel Washington play Stephen Biko and got down on it. Okay. So if the actor can deliver it, you give it to whoever's the best actor. Right. I think. Right. I disagree. That, that's it. I, I, I disagree what, because. The, well, the, and I think the British actor. I think, that played if, I think in, if you can't find nobody, if you can't find nobody from that similar background, then I understand that. Like for instance, if you're working with a skeleton crew, like with the thing, then it's like I understand if you have money constraints, then you pick the the actor that you that that's local and you and you you go with that, or you go with somebody that that will give you a deal or somebody that want to um, do something um, of that nature. But if you have a lot of money that you're dealing with and you can or to me, I feel like, and that's where I agree with um, Samuel Jackson, is that the people that are locally, they bring something else to the role, right? Like if you say, because that's what he was saying, he was like, I would love to see what a bl what an American black person would have brought to that role. Yeah. Um, that know. maybe have went through, see, you have to see the movie well, before you make the comment, though. Be, go see the movie first. Oh, I will. And, and then I, once you see the movie, then you'll understand what, what he was trying to say yeah. about that. I, I, I don't think it had anything to do with who was the better actor if, if a British actor is better than... No, I don't think uh, he was talking uh, about better uh, actor. He, and there's some... He wasn't talking about better actor. He was just talking about... Skillful British actors out there. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. they are. Okay, and when I say actors, I mean male and female. Yeah, and most, and most of them I, that... Most of the actors that come out of, out of Britain that are black are usually African. So, right, anyway. Yeah, well, anyway. Well, African-based. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, so, but, but born in I mean, even his, even his last name is African, the black actor that was playing this... The role in uh, Get Out, mm -hmm. so uh, my my, you know, but I do agree, I do agree with Samuel L. Jackson. It's like to me, I feel well, like yeah, we have yeah. a lot of stuff like like the new thing that came out right now with the anime with Scarlett Johansson. Um, she she um, um um I forgot what it's called. It's a it's an anime that they turn into real life, and it's one of the most famous anime. I, I forgot the name of it, um, but. 
um, it's, it's a Japanese anime. And she's playing the lead role in this anime. In a Japanese, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's well, like, to it's me, not, like, uh, I understand is, what they're doing. You know, I understand yeah, that she has I, the name I, power and that she can bring people to the box office. Yeah. But I, I do, I mean, to me, it's like Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you don't necessarily have to do that, you know, because people will still come to see your movie, even if you have a no-name, you know, person. Well, you know, Samuel L. Jackson want to make sure, you know, the brothers and sisters who was born and raised here yeah, get a shot. To, jobs, yeah, of course. Okay, and we always want that, too. But it has been an influx over the years. The no, no, Samuel Jackson's response to everybody, all the madness. Oh, no, I didn't hear his response. He, he said, one lady came in and said, listen, w- this isn't where we want things to go. We shouldn't be pitting African-Americans versus black uh, Britons. And, you know, that... Samuel L. Jackson needs to sit down, and this isn't a topic that we need to be arguing about because we're all based, uh, African-based. And Samuel said, uh, I agree, I'm sitting down. So he, I, and when I'm saying that, so I'm saying that I don't think that he was trying to make it a, a, a British... No, Af- of course not. Yeah, I th- I, it, it was me, more about, like- it was about the movie. If once you see the movie, you'll be able to understand why he made that comment. So yeah. you have to see the movie first, and then you'll. But you see understand where he was coming from, because you saw the movie. Hey, you know, yeah, you know no, how much. Yeah, it costs, but, but you know how much you you talking about Get Out, right? Yeah, Get Out. You know how much it costs to make that film? I, I think it was what less than twenty th- million. I'm thinking four or five. So maybe yeah, we should yeah. pull that but up. But it it, it 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 has toppled a hundred. Well, maybe it did make a twenty. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. up a hundred and fifty right now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe so it's, it did. It's but crazy. You know. I'm telling you, you okay. have to see the movie. But what what Samuel was saying, you ha- see the movie first, and then I think you'll understand why he was saying what he was saying. But that's what I'm, I'm asking it, you. I was like, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, hey, we raised some funds for uh, Lawrence to go see. So if you got a penny out. or a dime or a nickel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and he, he, he actually need, has I enough need, money. I need, no, he actually I need popcorn has, money. I need no, popcorn money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're just making sure that he'll be able to get some water and popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Go see, get out. Oh, yeah. Cup of water. Some, cup of water. To, yes. <laughs> 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 so Tuesdays at any movie you Better can go use see that water fountain there talking about a couple. Oh yeah, the water fountain. So yeah. which so yeah. maybe we'll give you a pocket, you know, a cup <laughs> that you can put in your pocket. Right. And you can go. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get busy. You okay. know. You just okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, we buy, always, just, buy, we just buy me a purse. You, we just offering a okay. small box of I'll popcorn. I'll bring, I'll bring some. I bring some top okay. ramen. So so be like, ask ask the the young lady in the audience. She'll be able to tell you. Tell me what uh, about the discussion that we're having oh, about? Oh, we were talking about Samuel Jackson talking about um, um, that the he was wanting to see a black actor play that role. So I don't know, um, black? Uh, uh, American black, okay. American black instead of uh, Brit, you know, British black. Um, and my response to it, and that's why I, I, I actually responded to something that was on um, online, and I was saying that I would hope that if they made a movie about a British black person that they would choose a British black person to play that role and, and it's like it's not I'm not saying that and I was saying I was like it's not a race issue it's a job issue and and it's not it's not about none of that to me it was like it's not about none of that it's like it's like um and what I compared it to was uh Joy Luck Club right the Asian movie mm-hmm. it's like it's like 
getting somebody that was raised in Jamaica Asian to play. And they were all Asian in the Joy yeah. Luck Club. Yeah, okay. so it was like to play this role that was in the Joy Luck Club that didn't know about being an American Asian, you know, that kind of thing. And to me, I felt like even though, you know, people just have, just bring different stuff to the role, actually living in the area, you know. And I think, but it's not about actors. I mean, actors are awesome, right? And the actor that, because um, Black Mirror, I don't know if y'all know about Black Mirror. It's a, it's a um, Netflix, yeah. Netflix okay, series, yeah, series. Um, a sci-fi that this actor was in, and he played in one of those, and he's a great actor, you know. And I love the, the thing that he played in um, on Black Mirror. So, you know, it's not about being an actor. It's just about a job issue. It's like, hey, you know, pick a pick American black. I mean, there's a lot of us. You know, you can you can throw no, a stone and hit a black actor. You know, to speak to too. Of yeah. course, it would be a con- controversy if Samuel L. Jackson said it. But yeah, yeah. But I also have to take up Mary Shaw's uh, suggestion and go see the movie, and then I would be able to get a more of a. Scope. Well, I got money now, so I'm gonna go <laughs> and see the movie. <laughs> well, like I said, I. I Huh? Of why they? Yeah, I'm trying to find out how much they put into that movie. Well, it's they, yeah, the 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 British, the black British actors are cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, no, this is I mean, this is real though. This is real. He's right. They are. They, you know, you don't have to pay as much, but but um. You're going to get Trump up in here, boy. But, hey, they do it in baseball. <laughs> they do it. That's yeah, why they go to them South American countries. That's why they go to Cuba and get certain you, Yeah, you give, you give somebody a, a four-year contract uh, a four-year contract for a million dollars versus to an American black baseball player, $10 million. Right. Okay? And, and that guy in uh, Cuba or, or Puerto Rico or something like that, yeah. he could feed his whole family yeah. for the rest <laughs> like of his like life. That. I'm just <laughs> but, 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 but he's, you he know. He could feed his whole family. I'm just being honest. <laughs> That's why they do it. <laughs> right. Okay? Okay, all right. Who, who knows? Well, uh, well, well, Samuel L. Jackson uh, but don't probably you demand that, $10 but million dollars a picture. But don't you think that's sad? Of, well, of course, of course it is, but is it, it, it also helps that individual. But, um, but, I, I, but I, I'm going to go back to my first uh, stance is I think but it's like, you want to get the best actor for the position. So and if, I agree say, with that. Say, say you do have the money, I right? Agree that. I agree and with that. And if you have an, uh, 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 a black American actor that's playing the African part and he's the best for the job, I'd say go with the— I say, I say in every country there are equivalents. So you have you if you have a ten equivalent I don't, I don't here, know. you would have know. a ten equivalent there, and it's know. just like you know I, I you know it's just like Bollywood, right? It's like you have great actors in Bollywood. Yeah, but you don't. You know, have, it's like it, you can't just I, be I like, oh, we're gonna bring we're gonna I'm, bring this this, I mean, this white cat to come in here. And, I mean, and play Nigeria this. has like what oh, the yeah. third largest. Yeah, uh-oh. they have great. You're not gonna believe this. Yeah. What's going on? Get Out was budgeted for four point five million dollars. Oh, so he made so, a big. And it's already made one hundred and thirteen million dollars and counting. He said pretty yeah. right. $4.5 million. Yeah. Okay, so those actors didn't cost nothing. nothing. <laughs> right. They probably but, okay, unless they get money's on points because right. it's a different right. but, but system it, 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 set up. My thing is that Jordan is, I mean, that's the name, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Jordan he's, Peele. he's already famous, so I'm pretty sure he knows other famous black actors that's local. Yeah, you know, but we so went. Be like, now oh, we went, play this we went to go see the movie twice. The first time we went to go see it, we actually couldn't get in the theater. It was sold out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so we had wow. to wait like a whole week, another week, and then we went and we went into a fully packed 
theater. It was still packed. And it was still packed. The okay. line was I, I'm gonna tell you look, I went to go see Kong Skull Island yesterday. Uh-huh. Who? Okay. Oh, Skull Island. Uh, it, it was great. But the people was buying tickets. This is senior, si- senior citizen. They were all buying tickets for Get Out. Oh, I want to, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was wow. like five people went ahead of me. They were all. Okay, these people are like 60 or wow. 70 years old. He's yeah. like the new Hitchcock. And they were not black either. You're right. <laughs> right, so exactly. He's like the new he's Hitchcock. He's the new Hitchcock. Yeah. I, I don't want to give the movie yeah. away, but I, it has an underlining uh, message Racial in it. message, symbolic message. Uh, that's what I hear from. Well, it's, it's, of course it's, it it's, it's, that's what it's based off of. It's a, it's a racial movie. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's, I, I don't want to give it away. Okay, so, don't, so don't. Let's, yeah. let's move on. Do you, do you have uh, any observer news that you want to share with us uh, today? Yeah, from? just a couple. Okay, some things that's going on here. I Actually, since we got a live audience, I'm going to say it here. Uh, the Gospel Festival is coming to this area. The sixth annual Rees Record Gospel Festival is scheduled to be held at the Calvary Christian Center on Friday, March 17th. So you do want to come out and check that out. Why? Because the famous, <laughs> legendary Shirley Caesar will be one oh. of the headlines. And Rance Allen Group. I know you oh, heard of Rance Allen. That brother can blow. So if you... And, and we're selling oh, tickets hey. right here. They're selling tickets right here at Underground, Underground Books. Book. So all you people that's listening live, come on down and buy yourself a ticket because it is on. Okay. Now, uh, just a little news right here. I uh, just She's found a- out earlier this week that the Michael Jackson Neverland Ranch is back on the market with an asking price of $67 million. The 2,700-acre property near Santa Barbara, California has been renamed Sycamore Valley Ranch. As we all know, once again, that was Michael Jackson Neverland Ranch. Well, maybe we can do a go, uh, another GoFund. We just did one to raise <laughs> one for <laughs> for Lawrence now to we're go to, to the movie. With, now we're gonna try to get. Uh, I'm uh, trying to come up with sixty-seven million dollars. Just, just yeah. Just rename it. And I want an administration fee for that. <laughs> I know you gotta you gotta have a, a commission, <laughs> but um, um, why would they rename that? Won't that be like a tourist attraction? You think? That's a good question. Uh, yeah. Kind of like why Elvis. Elvis, kind of like Elvis. Uh, what what they call his? Oh, uh, 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 Graceland. 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 That ain't gonna change. I've been to Graceland twice. Oh really? You, well, like, I, I you like Elvis? They, I think they have. I do. The Jackson House is kind of like the Graceland. Portion, oh yeah, right? because Graceland's not a huge. House. No, no, it's not a big it's, mansion it's, at it's all. Like it's, it's a lot of land, though. But yeah, okay. And so I think uh, they've the twenty three hundred Jackson Street thing where they had the house at. I think they have the Michael Jackson house in Indianapolis. Oh. Well, they, they, they uh, Gary, Indiana, Gary, which I call yeah. East Chicago anyway. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> Gary, people, well, people that get these estates and stuff suck sometimes because um, Kings. Uh, Martha the King children estate, Martha the King estate, they really don't manage that well at all. Oh man, they're always fighting and suing yeah, each other. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they don't manage that at all. They yeah. passed up. Um, they passed up. What's her but name? They was trying to sell the Bible that he. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Try to uh, sell the Bible. What's her name? Um, she she approached them to see if they can use King's speech in her in her movie. Yes. And uh, they said no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like. Come on, and then it became a great. I bet they they beat themselves up for that one because it came became look Selma. At, look, became look at it, yeah. This great, um, you know, this great film, and I know they're kicking themselves look for that, that one. They should have, yeah. mm-hmm. they should have said yes. Yeah, and, and, but yeah. you know, they they suck. <laughs> they suck. I mean, it's like they spoil brats now. That's they what like, it is. 
And they like we yeah, we Martin the King's children. They always yeah. fighting and they suing they each other fighting, back and, and forth. They're in the yeah. court with each other. It, instead of staying out of the news, I think you know that's something that you want to kind of stay behind closed doors and you know. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. It's like he Any? probably he like you know. That's that's sad. That's sad. It really is. You know, maybe that's I, I was about to say something improper, but okay. Okay, um, so what, what else do we have in the Observer? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to look for something that's upcoming here. I should have uh, brought that to your attention, but I will say this because, uh, uh, like Dr. Williams, Dr. Ephraim Williams, uh, the pastor at St. Paul, Paul Missionary Baptist Church, will be receiving another honorary doctorate degree, this time from Sacramento State University. And that will take place Man. Friday, May 19th. I want an honorary degree. And that's going to be held at the new Golden One Center in downtown Sacramento. So Man, I believe this is the second one. I think he got a seminary. You know what? He doesn't have an honorary degree. I think he does have a seminary doctorate. I have to check on that. Okay, so this will be the second one. So cool. I, I have a I have a, a cosmetology barbering academy, and I will give you your degree. How's that sound? I no, <laughs> I can't do no hair though. I, I, we, we'll consider you a loctician, right? <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you will be an honorary. No, 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 I'll be I'll be a, I'll be an aura hairdresser. Like, <laughs> your hair is done. <laughs> <laughs> like forty dollars, please. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. Hey, so, so. <laughs> so, what do you? What are you working on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you? We have the ball on? down here. Huh? What are you working on? What am I working on? Yeah. What's some of the events that you have coming up? Right. Now? You always host these I, I was thinking about doing push-ups this morning. That's what's those. Oh, so you're working <laughs> like, on your biceps, then I, then huh? I, then I passed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got to get up to do that. <laughs> no, um, um, I, I do want to, I do want to, um, I'm working on, you know, every year I do a, a birthday thing for myself. Um, you know, try to, try to continue what I'm doing for the community. Mm -hmm. So, um, this year I'm gonna do. Um, I already got the venue at Gold Line Arts to do uh, Poet versus Band. I I I, used, I did it maybe like two years in a row, and where a poet a poet will actually um, compete with a band, so they go up against the band. So um, the band don't know what he's gonna read, and then the poet don't know what they're gonna play, and they try to combine forces to make a, a good presentation of that. Of that piece, mm -hmm. and um, so that's what I'm planning at Gold Line is a uh, poet versus band again. So I, I did it about three times, and it's been very successful. When is your next date, or do you have a date? I, I do have a date. Um, June 11th. June 11th. Oh, wow. June I would like to Sunday. try to make that one. Yeah, that's yeah. It's going to be my concept. birthday party for myself, and also a fundraiser. I want to get a new camera yes. for the show. Um, I want to um, I want to get uh, more equipment to do what I what I what I want to do here. So and just upgrade um, to to you know give more to the community because yeah, I love doing I love doing what I do and and <laughs> to me this is what living is about you know is is actually finding something to give back to the community and do that you know and you know see a need and feel that need and not necessarily 
um, I, w- I would like to have community support rather than getting grants and stuff. Yeah, nature. I really yeah. want community support so that um, um, because that's how you know if you're really doing something mm-hmm. really good, if the community really respond to you. And my my previous birthday um, fundraisers have done well. So this time I want to I want to do a bigger fundraiser to try to, um, like I said, get a new camera. I want a new board and some new sound equipment and and upgrade the mics and and um, do things like that. And I want to go around the community and actually, uh, you know, and do some of the stuff that I've been thinking about in the back of my head um, to support and promote other people doing great things in the community. That's what I love about this is that we have people on the show that I don't know anything about, you know, and that's in Sacramento that do awesome things yeah, in yeah. Sacramento. No doubt about and it. It's, and it's, we have so much stuff happening here in Sacramento. People talking about, um, and it's like, and I tell people this all the time, it's just like, just support people that's already doing stuff. You don't necessarily have to start anything. No. Just go and support somebody that's doing something already. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's important. Yeah, just support them. That's all they asking for. They suffering out here because they see a need. They're trying to fill that need, and they spending money out of their pocket, wearing down their car, doing all this kind of stuff. It's like, man, if you could just find somebody that's doing those things, that's working in the prisons, that's um, um, doing these uh, podcasts, that's getting out there, and and also we have young people that are doing awesome things. You know, that are. Uh, you know, that's really out there doing it. Man, it's amazing to me what these young people are doing. You know, they're doing their hip-hop careers. They're they doing all these things, and, and it, all they need is support. That's all they need. So how, how can uh, someone donate, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, you can go to, um, um, go to InsideI360.com. And that's NSAA360.com, and all my stuff is there. I have a, a Patreon account, and you can go on there. Is I have, you know, you can just pay me $1 monthly, and um, that will give me, um, you know, I have, I have it separated into different things I need. Like I have um, one, of the, one of the categories I have is, I, I just set this up, but one of the categories I have was, like, buy me a bus ticket. You know, that kind of thing, because that's how I get around. I have a car or buy me, um, you know, a zip car uh, thing, you know, ride or whatever. And and people can do that and they can donate, you know, monthly to help me get around town to do with the things I do. And um, because, I, you know, like I said, I love it. I, I'm, you know, um, there are so many things, especially for the black community. And uh, I don't want to belabor, you know, um, labor this too much, but we need so much in the black community. Uh, and we have to start where we're at. We shouldn't be, you know, going other places and, you know, like, oh, you know, Africa needs new clothes or, you know, Africa needs this. And it's like, yeah, Africa needs those things, but Sacramento needs it, you know. We have people right here. I mean, to me, I would love to um, get a campaign to test the water in Oak Park to see if we have lead levels. You know, that's You know, and I would love to see that happen. Um, because lead levels has been proven to, um, prom- you know, to induce violent behavior in, in people. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Especially in children, to actually, um, you know, it 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 damages their IQ levels. It brings down the IQ levels in children. So if, if they have lead levels early in life, that their IQ level comes down low. And 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 this is the comment I made online about Flint is that people gonna forget all about Flint and their and their lead thing maybe 10 years later, and that's when those kids grow up. Right. And then, they, then they're going to be like, oh, they need to pull themselves up by their own bootstrap, but they've been harmed already. 
you know, and nobody's going to give them reparations for everything that's happening right now. So how are they going to survive for themselves if they got low IQ levels or they got health problems because of what happened early on in life? And, and yeah. we have to, and people, and this is, I mean, the mercy, we, it's like people just don't have mercy. It's like, do you understand? It's, it's like the crack baby, and, and, you know. Yeah, that's that what happened. I was going to say. The crack babies now are like in their yeah. early 20s. And they're having yeah. problems, you know. Yeah. They're having serious problems, yeah. and people are not, Mid-20s. they don't remember yeah. that. Uh-huh. They don't remember that. We have such a short memory. It's like these these kids. They're was, out here. Yeah. And they, they blame them for stuff that was done to them by the government. Right. Nothing that they had control of. Nothing right. that they had control right. of. Right. right. You had, you had, it's a, yeah. So um, I think that we need, the black community needs a lot of things that's, that's going on and we need to um, support each other in a way that is substantial. And, um, you know, coming out here to Underground Books, doing what we're doing, and, um, you know, having conversations. We don't have these meaningful conversations that's going on. And, I, yeah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> we need to support local authors, you know, and that's what Dr. Coven's been doing with his um, Black Book Fair. Yeah, we have the Black Book Fair coming up in June Yeah, June 2nd. June 2nd. June 2nd and 3rd. 3rd. Yeah, yeah. they're only doing two days this year. So, yeah, we have, to, we have to do and support our young people, man. They are out there doing their thing. And now they turn into other other communities for help. You know, they turn to the Latino community. They turn to, you know, other communities for help because we don't have the infrastructure yeah. to help them, you That's know. Right. And, um, and we, need to, we need to form these institutions to help our own people. And, 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 and we need to, I think we need to revive that, that Black Panther spirit and be like, yeah, we need to. We really do. Sure, I yeah. mean, we need to revive that spirit because we've been so conditioned to think about government contracts all the time or we need to get these grants all the time where we forgot about, you know, these groups that started up like, you know, <laughs> like the Black Panthers that doing for self. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah doing started for the from the ground up too. Yeah, from you the know, ground up. And nothing. yeah. So I you know, I think that's the that's the model that we should follow. Yeah. So that's you know, not to belabor that, but you know. um You've been doing some pretty interesting thing too. I know you, you Mr. Carpentry. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, Tell us yeah, about yeah. the M Salon. Well, yeah, I'm I'm working on uh, uh, opening a salon. Um, I, I already uh, have the building. It's on Del Paso Boulevard. Uh, we will be doing a soft opening um, towards the end of the month, the beginning of April. Okay. Uh, we're, we'll have an open house. When we have the open house, I'll definitely invite everybody. So is it is it out. near is it near Gosses? Yeah, it's on Del Paso Boulevard. I'm not going to. Yeah. Like down the street. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's down the street from Goss. So okay. it's, it's probably maybe a, maybe about a half a, a mile. A stone throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Del Paso is doing some. Del Paso Boulevard is doing some great things. Uh, there's also uh, a, a a brother on uh, Del Paso that owns a lens uh, frames. Yeah, you sell shop. eyewear. Yeah, eyewear. Okay. He sells eyewear, and he actually uh, sculpts the lenses mm-hmm. or makes the lenses for the eye frame uh, okay. for the glasses. And um, so, yeah, it's it's some nice businesses. And when we're talking about you know the black community and, right. and the building of the yeah. black community, Del Paso Boulevard is is coming alive. That's we're gonna good. see some new things happening this year and next year. So, As a matter of fact, yeah, the guy so, you, you're talking about he's gonna have an open house pretty soon. Uh, I forget what the date is. I, I want to say March 25th. Yeah, I believe I so. the 24th, 25th. I had the flyer also. Um, yeah, so as a matter of fact, hold on, I'll look for it while we while we still talk. But the salon is is uh, is is, is kind of cool. It's uh, it's a four chair salon in in the main part, but we also have suites, which uh, includes an esthetician room, 
uh, for makeup and you know facials and things like that. We have two other suites that are for uh, salons for people that want to rent out their rooms, and then we have a barbershop portion of it that's going to be kind of off the hook. So it's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. So so do you have a name for this? Yeah, place it's there? called M. The letter M. Oh. <laughs> M. It's, so it's, it's, the, the name of it is called M the Salon and Suites. M okay. the Salon and Suites. Yeah. M Salon. Okay. M the M. Salon. And if you and follow Marichal on yeah, Facebook or something suites. like that, you M can the see salon. the inner workings of M. Yeah, yeah. So you you'll you'll see us in there pulling carpet. Not not. Mm. Well, it, it'll be mmm. Oh wow, you know. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be all of that. Oh, you and yourselves, man. He like no, don't mumble. It's yeah, him. That, that's cool that it, you know it, you got that entrepreneur spirit. And thank you. Yeah, I know. I, I suck at business. All right, talking about a black business, this this man is he's pushing forward. Yeah, I suck at thank business. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, it. Thank you. And then you know, uh, my, I need wi- to win the lottery. my wife's book is doing like just. I know. I see it everywhere. As a it, matter of it, fact, it I see it everywhere online. People like, especially when uh, Faye Kennedy reading it to yes, and, stuff, and she's and, having a. Um, a children book reading of that book, uh, Paint a Rock Day, it's like three different dates. I know I'm trying to do the 31st, going to these uh, places and read the book to, well, she want particularly men to read it, you know, to other black men, you know, show them that, you know, black men can read and stuff. So I know she got those reading dates coming. That's another thing that I did not bring. I wish she was here to talk a little bit about that. And the book that was chosen was for, for okay. Faye Kennedy. Faye Kennedy, yeah, right, okay. yeah. For, for mm-hmm. the Black Book Fair. For the was, Black Book Fair, right. Paint a Rock Day, mm-hmm. uh, which is authored by my wife, mm-hmm. and uh, the artwork is done by Daphne Golf Burgess. So we're, we're talking locals. This is all local artists that's, that's, that are putting things together way. to make yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of that that I uh, framed, I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, it's it's called, eyewear, just it's, say eyewear. Eyewear. It's mm-hmm. called That Guy Eyewear. That Guy Eyewear. And it's on March 27th. March 27th. I mean, March 24th. I'm sorry. March 24th. March 24th. March 24th. Uh, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. is a, pre- a customer appreciation day. And it's 2203 Del Paso Boulevard. I was trying to get him out here, um, but he closes his uh, store at 6 o'clock. So he said he was going to try to make it. Try okay. to make okay. it. Um, also, uh, Jerry Goss Simpson has a fashion show that's yes, coming does. up at the okay. Artisan on April 1st. Oh, very cool. And that's on Del Paso Boulevard. So it's like, you know, yeah, so between Del Paso and Oak Park and other areas in Sacramento, yeah, all over we Sacramento, try, we have we these try pockets. to make things happen. We have, we yeah. have pockets all over yeah. Sacramento yeah. that of, of, you know, these black pockets, you know, and, and we need to support these places. We have Celebration Arts. We have all these black right. pockets, mm-hmm. you know, that. Of course, you know, the Brick House Gallery. You know. Yeah, the Brick House. The Brick House Gallery. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like we have all these different. And then pockets. we have a young lady that's around the corner, and I can't remember the name. Uh, the Hug Life. The Hug Life. Yeah, yeah Hug yeah. Life. Have you been in there? Yes. Yeah, I bought I bought my little uh yeah, I bought some of that stuff to put in my hair. Yeah, yeah. She, she has some really cool stuff in there. She, I'm yeah. gonna do it on, on um, And that's on talk what what is that? Thirty third? I wanna say thirty third. It's like it's two, right around the corner, two streets. Is yes, it is thirty third, yes. Yeah, yeah, so it's very cool. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, we have all these wonderful pockets of people doing positive things, people doing great things, and we just need to support them. That's all we need to and, do. And we have to just we come have on to, out. And check I mean, it out. we have to have our own propaganda, right? We, you know, black people these got, days, yes. black people got to do. You know, we got to do things bigly. We just can't be like yeah, you they know, talking about cutting out Obamacare and all this stuff. So well, yeah, think about just, it. We, we got to be huge. To, yeah, we just need to go in. And and get down and dirty and and put it out there and make yeah and if invite have, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you have a government job, if you you know government, saying, if you have a government job, oh, you should be supporting people and government know, cheese and government cheese. Government. No, no. <laughs> I mean, we have art here that's for sale. You should be. You should have your house should be. You know, you should have at least one black art. You know, on your wall, it's local. Right, you should you should come out and you should buy um, local CDs from local artists. You can you should go to Mahogany Urban Poetry Series. Go to those port, support these people that's doing positive stuff. Just don't go to places that you know you know when when um, when Beyonce come to town and everybody want to be black and go to go there. <laughs> you know it's like or when somebody famous come to town, you want to go and do that. It's like we have great local people, great local you know. Um, um, intellectuals that, that are doing things. We have Sojourner Arts, you know, that's doing stuff. They have the uh, the black uh, uh, black market, the right. African marketplace that's going on there every, I think, second, uh, second or third. Yeah, it's like of the month. Yes, go yeah, there, yeah. support them. Then we we have, have, what uh, about that music festival that uh, Black Talk Sacramento was? And then we have the banana festival back. that's coming yeah, up yeah. from Sojourner. That's in May. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. There's a lot of things on the horizon. Then we have the diva market with uh, yeah, the diva Dwayne market Martin. that's going on yeah. Del Paso. So oh, it's, Del Paso, yeah. I I think that you know we have so much awesome stuff happening. There's no excuse. If you have a if you have a good job, you should you should you should be supporting. You know, make because to me it's like you are when you spend money in your community, it's insurance, right? It's insurance. If you say okay, I'm gonna prop this business, right? I'm gonna prop the hug life, and if you make them if you make them profitable. I'm gonna prop up, uh, you know, um, underground books. If you make them profitable, they can hire your kids, right? If you have kids, like, oh, uh, we can go here, and they have enough money to get more employees, and that's more. Um, it, it actually, it's insurance. It's like, okay, if I, I, we might can't go down to Sears anymore, we might not, we might can't go out on Macy's anymore, right? Because there's no more malls. Everybody's buying their stuff online. Mm -hmm. But we have we have local places that we can support that can give us that safety net so we, our kids can have a job, you know, after work or even internships, you know, they'd be like, they can be, okay, I, I, want, I want my kid to learn how to, how to be, you know, an artist or how to, how to treat art or how to hang art, you know, or how to do frame, like frame by, by Frankie. Frank, so, right. you know, come on, y'all. How to sell art. Yeah, yeah. come on. I mean, we got to think outside the box, you know. Don't, don't just be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm tired, man, I'm tired of black people complaining, you know. I'm tired of them saying, oh, we don't got, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of that. <laughs> I'm tired of people talking about reparations. Like, no, we don't need reparations. We, we are the reparations. If we haven't got it now. I mean, if you can get it. <laughs> I mean, if you can get yeah, it, you yeah, get it. Yeah. You know, but if, you know, but why, yeah, but why are you holding your breath for it? Begging for it. Yeah, don't hold your breath for reparations. You know, you can do two things at once. You know, you can, you can work for reparations and, you know, support your community, you know. So. That's my. I got money. Yeah, as money to go to the movies. Um, That's so, yeah, uh, movie so, money. So um, other news, uh, we have. Uh, so I want to talk about um, some real, real quick. Um, talk about Trump and um, who? Trump. Who's that? Because um, <laughs> I really don't think we got a presidency right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we, we, we just got no, an empty no, no, office right no, now, man. Uh, no, uh, but 
<laughs> the Democrats right now is is they are really messing up, right? We lost we lost how many governorships, governorships on top of lost, that, yeah. They, we lost, not we lost they Senate seats. Either. We lost, you know, they lost Senate seats, they lost um, House seats, they lost all this stuff yeah. uh-huh. across the board. Yeah. And and it's like they minorities, minorities and everything. And now they pass. They're gonna pass these crazy laws, and ain't nothing they can do about and it. And nothing you can do about it because they got a majority, yeah. right? And then yeah. they got, then you got a, a, a Supreme Court seat that's empty that Trump is gonna fill. It's about to be filled. About to be filled. Yeah. And then not only that, but but you know, one of the justices is like, you know, she's basically a skeleton. You know, one foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> so she might, and she's a, right. she's a progressive. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I she forgot is, her name. Uh, 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 Baden? Uh, uh, Ginsburg? Is it Ginsburg? Yeah, so. Um, Ginsburg, yeah. Baden, Ginsburg, or something like that. So her, she got one foot in the grave. She's holding out. She's like, can I hold for four years? <laughs> she says she's not She says she's not going anywhere. She, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she don't, she don't have to go anywhere for the rest of your waiting. life. Death, she, death she will said, come to her. No, 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 no she says she's waiting until Trump is gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> death will travel <laughs> and come to you. I hope she does. I hope she is able to stay there. Yeah, me too. But yeah. It ain't yeah, her choice. Ask Aaliyah about Lord that. Show, ask yeah. Aaliyah about exactly, that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Out of nowhere, he, he just popped up. Yeah, just yeah. dropped up. So, um, um, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, we have to, you know, I, I think that I don't know what we're going to do. In uh, 2018, they still haven't got the act together. And I'm, I'm, they still haven't got the I'm, act together. We're like, oh, we need I'm, to. I'm, I'm honestly totally disappointed with the Democratic Party right now. I really am. Well, I, I think that's the split that's going on right now. You know, you have your, your Bernie Sanders people that was the Bernie like, wing. yeah, and they're like, we're not voting, we're not participating. Right. If they didn't not get what they wanted, yeah. they didn't vote. Yeah, that's, and then, that's then you a have good point. some. Then you have Democrats is just like, I, I, I don't, no, I don't want to have nothing I, to do with it. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So. It, a lot of us on us too, but the Democratic Party didn't give us really nothing to no, fight no, for. No, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with her. I'm with her. That's well, what, no, and, and and come to find out, she didn't even hold her own demographic. So it's like you know, white women was like, no, we ain't <laughs> <laughs> we are not coming. This, this is, hey, <laughs> this mean, is pretty factual. That's true, though. Yeah. I mean, she like she couldn't even. This is like pretty factual. Yeah, she, she, yeah. yeah so, no, we're not even. Uh, uh-uh. yeah. So we really didn't have anything out there, you know. Yeah. So if we need she to. She didn't win, Becky. She didn't win, Becky. They need to make the message Becky a little long, a little. Stronger I, I, this time. Yeah, I, I think people are disappointed. I, I really do. I, you yeah, know, I know I am. Um, Man, I'm, I'm still yeah, disappointed. And, 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 and I think that's across. Clint, that's and across the, Clint, the board. And the, Clint, the Clintons' response to black people was like, "You have nowhere else to go." You know. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so was where, his. Where but, else you gonna go? You but know? you know, mainly ninety percent, ninety-two percent of the voting class is black, Democratic. So well, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was. Listening. They look at they they. They take us for granted they, at times. Yeah, they really okay. Do. You come and you sell us these stories every two to four years. Come to our and churches then, and stuff. Yeah, and then nothing happens. Right. It goes yeah. back. Uh, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> Mike Brown gets shot up. We ask you to do something about that. Uh-huh. Then the next Mike Brown gets yeah. shot up. But the next Trayvon, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Okay. Yeah. You like, do nothing, but you come and sell us all this stuff. Right. You take us granted for being. And even at, Obama, at he, the cried, ba- he the cried. He cried about it. And, um, you know, he was like, if that was my son or, you know, if that was me, I, that could have been me. And, you know, but then nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, and I like the way he's, um, um, Cornel West put it. He said we had, we had a, you know, pretty much we had a black alignment of the planets. We had a, we had a black uh, 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 
um, lawyer guy, the top lawyer guy. We had a, uh, you know, all down the line. It was all black, but still, yeah. it, it was no change. No change. Nothing happened about you know even no on change. that issue, a simple issue yeah. of life and death. I, you know. And tell you the truth, man, not only we got to deal with what's happening right now, Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, okay, yeah. he's going to go against everything that what was her name, uh, Lynch, who just stepped Loretta out, Lynch. Yeah. Loretta Lynch, Loretta yeah. Lynch, and the guy who before yeah. that who was uh, AG and stuff. He's going against all of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm not saying not support the man with the blue shield or anything like that. Right. But that's what he's going to do. Yeah. To yeah. the, the utmost. They want, they want to, you know, appeal uh, Obamacare. These, and, okay. They want. All right. And then with these voting laws. Yeah, I know. You know, they're still hanging in the balance. Yeah. You know, but that's what we talk. I'm going to talk about a little later. They're they bringing up this thing uh, in the tech news. They're going to... Uh, Loopholes in the law prohibiting g genetic um, um, discrimination. So um, where, you know, they had laws where they can't collect your DNA without your consent. And they want to, because they tried to build this database of black people's DNA, right? And, you know, pretty much it's like, it's going to be Gattaca, man. It's going to be weird. Yeah. It's going to be really weird because uh, they had, weird they had laws against that where, you know, now they're going to be like, they're going to be swabbing you. I mean, they're going to be swabbing you when you get, you know, pulled over by the police officer. We need to take your swab. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, they, well, they're, they, they're working on that with the, oh, with really? the marijuana law. Yeah. yeah. So they can detect if you had smoked any marijuana. So. If they pass oh, I don't trust this. that process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole. Swap, I mean, yeah. because what they going? What can you do with that DNA evidence? I mean, right, to me, yeah. to me, it's like uh, we because the government. Yeah, the government is not your friend. Go see not black people's. Go friend. see, get out. <laughs> go see, get out. Right. Because it, it that part of what you're talking about also plays a part in there. Go right. See, get You're out. like, oh, we got your DNA on this knife or whatever. He's like, well, where did you get my DNA from? It's like, well, they talking about get out. They mean get out, get out. Yeah, huh? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get where you come from. Go back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> get all the way out. <laughs> right, right, right. So we're gonna put a lock on this door. But um, all right. Next up is um, uh, community. Uh, okay. I don't know if anybody saw the video of the the Asian guy choking out the. The, the person in the in the, in the beauty supply place. Did you see it? Cho no, no, choking out a, a black woman or something? Well, I saw pictures. I didn't really watch the video, you know, of the Asian dude choking the sister. Was it a woman, right? It was a woman that he was choking. Yeah. Well, what? Oh, because she stole some she hair. She shoplifting probably was shoplifting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. My thing is so like, now why? you want to start choking stopped, people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well... Well, my, you still my, I, I choke you. My thing is like I stopped going to Asian. Uh, to me too. But go ahead, finish. Yeah, Asian beauty supplies. When I was like my when I you know when I got conscious, I was like, screw this. You mm -hmm. know, I'm not gonna go there. You know, when I stopped, I stopped putting. I'm not patronizing you know, anybody who follow me around <laughs> right. the store. And I'm serious. I, and I'm not. This not right. You know that that's that's. I that's did. Ridiculous. I had a, I had an S curl in my head. I went into a store in Hollywood. Okay, I was actually head, I was walking back to my hotel because I was walking my way around. So I stopped in the store and I was gonna get uh, some potato chips. Okay, so there was I'm just saying yeah. there's someone else walked in there with me. Right. But you want to come around your from your counter. Right. I help you. 
Right. But you didn't say nothing to them. Right. Okay, so yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. This other person was like, not every, black. He'd be like, every step you take. I'll, I'll <laughs> see you. Every move you make. I'll see you. It was just like that uh, Minister <laughs> Society <laughs> uh, opening. I'll be watching. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, that's basically what it is. Right. So why patronize those places if they have no respect for you? Okay. That's I understand them watching their product and stuff like that, but- you're a little bit aggressive, right. okay? And, now, and now we're the only one coming not, in here now, buying this but stuff. But not only that, but you're in a black neighborhood. We're the only one coming in yeah, here buying this stuff. You're in a black neighborhood. So shut that down. That's what I say. <laughs> well, to if me, you, I'm, I'm like, if okay, you must. If, you have, if they got to follow if you, you a, and, and if do you have, all this disrespectful a, stuff, why buy it? Okay, let's us open up that. That's right. what you, like you well, were well, saying like, Yeah, yeah. It's like if it's a liquor store, right? Okay, if it's a liquor store, all right, cool. But But if it's a beauty supply place, to me, that's just obscene. I gotta you, see this video. It's like it's obscene to me. It's like if it's a beauty supply place, you should not be going in an Asian beauty supply place that's selling black stuff, and you just shouldn't be doing that. Well, maybe that's why she went in. She was like, "Well, I'm gonna take this." <laughs> <laughs> she was protesting. <laughs> protesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in my a bag five, and walk, walk out. away five, without five, paying for a it. A five figure protest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I, I don't to me, it's like, but you can't I, I justify that, that by choking. Yeah, I don't yeah, think there's no excuse. Yeah, for I'm that, like, yeah, so to me, it's like you shouldn't be. But yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have put her, his hands on her. But at the same time, she, you know, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't be uh, stealing yeah. up in there. But I, you know, but to me, it's like even that. It's like to me, that's the that's the you know the height of 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 I, I hate to say ignorance, but um, the height of you can say it unconsciousness. I would say unconsciousness where you like you know you. If you understand where this hair is coming from, right? The hair is coming from India mm-hmm. or China, mm-hmm. and it's like people are cutting off their own hair to sell you. To hair. Sell it's you just that. nuts, you know. If yeah. you think about it, it's like this is if you if you follow the cycle of this thing, it's like it's all our money that we are spending on our looks and things of nature is going elsewhere. That's mm-hmm. why our it's dollars only stay back. in our community for five minutes. It's Every other community it stays in their community, you know, stay in there. Every other like racial group it stays in their community for like days, but for us. Our dollars stay with us for like five minutes. As soon as we go, as soon as we get paid, we go into the hairdresser. And the hairdresser buy her, their hair from from this other place that's coming from India, that's come from China, and all this kind of place. It's like it's insane to me. It's insane. It's even when you go to the grocery store, you go to the grocery store. It's not staying in your community. You buy even when you buy lettuce, it's not even coming from you know from your community. It's coming from elsewhere. So. Um, to me, it's the it, it's it's the height of of unconsciousness where we just daydreaming, walking around. Mm-hmm. But I, I tell you though, because the dollar I is boycott the, any place that no, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I don't care. I boycott a few places around town anyway that does that that type of business. And if that's what you're doing, I'll take my business. So let's talk about a positive issue. I think for our la- for our last issue here, um, Chance the Rapper. Donating one million dollars. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 And then um, some, someone, someone else, else followed, followed, followed up. Him. Yeah. Followed up. Very cool. uh, Derek Rose, the basketball player for the yeah. New York Knicks. He's from Chicago. Very yeah. cool. Plus, he play, used to play for the Bulls. Yeah, I think he he did the same it, thing. Yeah, he gave his signing bonus. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I'm talking about. See, it's like we have to stop. And they, those schools are failing big time. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's only gonna get worse with with homegirl coming in there, right? As the educational czar. Oh, the yeah, home. yeah. She gonna go in there yeah. to cut those funding, you know, that federal yeah. funding. Yeah, from she wanted she wanna do the um, what you call lottery. it? The, oh, uh, she wanna do a lottery. But what, I heard what, about the. But it's, what is it called? Vouchers. Vouchers. The vouchers yeah. yeah, the vouchers. Now here's somebody who has no educational background. 
Yeah, not, not an instructor, teacher, principal, not, nothing. Not you know. And and, and you and know, she's gonna come in but, and make the decisions. My issue is that we are at the bottom of, of the of the barrel. So when if it's if it's bad for, I remember this one thing I was reading when I took uh, my black class, black one one or whatever. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Afri- African American studies, black um, class, <laughs> yeah. black one on one. How to be black? And I was and I was reading this episode. It was a slave a slave narrative. Okay. And um, he was talking when he got captured from Africa. So he started his slave narrative because he got freed. He paid for his own freedom. Then he moved to to uh, Europe, and so he started writing his slave narrative. And and because he came, he was he said when they captured him from Africa. And they put him on the boat. Then he saw how white people treated themselves, mm. how white people treated other white people. He said, we knew we was in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Because if they treat themselves like this, and we are, you know, we in the belly of the shit, they're going to treat us even worse. And, and I feel the same way. It's like we know that, that rich, rich white people treat poor white people the way they do. They're going to think nothing about treating us well, I mean, but when we came over on the ship as immigrants, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Carson, <laughs> yep, yeah, we came over here freely at the bottom of the belly of the ship as immigrants. We put, right, 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 right. Put chains ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we placed chains around our this wrists, is better than seatbelts, ankles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to get banged up while no, I'm down here. No, no. You know. Well, safety first, you know, yeah. safety first. And eight grits on the way here. First class. First class. First class. First class I mean Mr. Ben Carson. <laughs> and we was coming to get all these beautiful jobs that they were handing out. Oh yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, no. You know, working we in the cotton so, factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we wait a minute. We, we said, we said, we said, don't worry about America. Yeah. We got, we got you. We got you. We got you. <laughs> we got you. We, we got, gonna help know, you build this because you know we well, know you're gonna get. You have our back. We know. <laughs> we'll give you the first four hundred years, years, right? <laughs> Free of charge. Cause, cause, we're just know, happy to be here. We're just, we're just, <laughs> matter of fact, we gonna when we were em- immigrants. <laughs> Black. He's the czar of a hood now. You know, <laughs> right. this guy is over hood. Yeah, yeah. Which affects us. Well, you right, know right, what? Right, right, you right. guys don't need those free housing paying $22 a month. Right, right. Get out. Get out. Uh oh, get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess we get out on that one, right? <laughs> so, but get Chance out. the Rapper is show, showing us the way. Showing us the way. Just the um, Is that we have to support our own. Stop looking out, looking, because basically we are, basically we are living in a new world, which is the post black president world. And, and it's going to be, uh, we have never been this way, we have never lived in this kind of, time before ever Mm-mm. so to me I, I to me it's like the black president they're gonna say to us that the black president is our reparations and they're gonna be like oh well you had a black president what what you what you you know what you belly aching about you know and everybody can make it if, if obama can make it everybody can make it you know and that's gonna be the argument no matter what we say that's gonna be the argument it's like well if rock make it Barack was president, so so I think we. Th- this is the time period that we are we are coming into is that you know, and I think Chance the Rapper has shown us the way, 
and uh, we have to support our own. And okay. if you see a need, especially because our rich, are you ready for your blessings? People, we got to be ready our, for our yeah, blessings. Yeah, our rich black people like like Jay Z, like Beyonce, and and all them, and Oprah. You know, uh, you know, you don't need to start a school in Africa. You know, come 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 back home. Yeah, come home because we're gonna need it. You've been home anyway. I know. I mean, why don't why are some of our rich black people cleaning up Flint? I mean, to me, it's like <laughs> you see this huge Ooh, issue boy. that's going on in Flint. To me, it's like, why are we, you know, you, uh, I, I just feel like at least you should start something. Let's start a fund. Can a, can uh, Oprah what, be like, can we do like well, three you know, episodes I, of Flint? I, but I, I think they are doing um, things in Flint. We just don't hear about. They because, 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 huh? No, they make a pot. I, 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 I agree. I'm I agree with that. you. But we. Oh, they're doing stuff in the background. You just don't know about it. It's like, no, we need to know about it. So you can well, show other black, other rich black no, people no, the way. I agree. Yeah. I agree with you one hundred percent. But I, I'm just saying that oh. there are people that are working in the background. Uh, in the background, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired um, of that. Without. Yeah. Don't 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 do stuff <laughs> in the background. No. But no. we need the Put media. Of the, yeah. the part of it is. is Put it out front. The, yeah, the media doesn't cover right regular right. media. You're seeing they cover the negative stuff, and yeah, they cover all the negative stuff. Just like you know, we were hearing all well, the things if, if about they, if Oprah did something, they cover. But it. we were hearing things about like uh, 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 a, gr a great example is when, when when blacks black black men were going to jail <clears throat> and weren't going to college. We would hear that every day, and now that you have more black males going to college, mm -hmm. we don't hear about it. Mm -hmm. So we always hear the negative. We never hear the positive. So well, it's, we it's, have to be our own. We have, yeah, we we have, have news to be one. Our, we have to be our own resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like, agree. It's like, yeah, the mainstream media is not going to cover us. Right. They're not. Unless it's negative. Unless it's negative. So it's like we need to, yeah, we cover us. Black Talk Sacramento cover us. So, um, so that's why we are here. And on that... We are going to end this show because we are for the people in Sacramento, black folks. We are for the people. My name is Marichelle J. Brown. I'm inside I. I am Tony, quote unquote, Antonio Harvey. Yes. I did I get that backwards this way? No, you did it right. I yeah. did it right. Thank yeah, you. quote unquote. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and, and we are here at time. Underground Books. And this is uh, Black Talk Sacramento number 29. Underground Books, please come down here and buy please. a book. It's buy looking you. beautiful down and, here. And um, also, too, we have, um, we have a show at... The Brick House, you need to go through. They have a women women show there. You need to check that out. Yes. And, um, yeah, so peace. Peace. All right, we out. Signing off. Yay.